feels like it, you know, it feels like it's been forever since I have jumped on and done one of these podcasts. Um, haven't done one, I believe, since August. However, you know, life gets busy. And the last time I did a podcast back in August, it was kind of in the midst of finals week for North Hennepin going into a new chapter here in St. Cloud, Minnesota. I just wrapped up recording morning show part two um, yet again every Tuesday, Thursday. Be sure to tune in to KVSC. A little shameless plug there for my radio show uh, that I've done for just about the last seven months. I've had a blast, an absolute blast doing it. Um, couldn't ask for a better way to finish the year than to be uh, this far into my internship in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Uh, yes, it is quite a lot to commute. However, I am beyond blessed with the various challenges that have been thrown my way this year, uh, good and bad. Uh, and I just feel like as bad as 2020 has been, I feel like I kind of got the better end, the better draw of the straw, if you will, uh, with how this year has gone for me. Uh, it started out with, you know, obviously everyone else, the pandemic. Uh, I was going to North Hennepin, taking classes, trying to wrap up my associate's degree in communications at North Hennepin Community College, Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. And uh, yeah, cold dose of reality, if you will, came about in March when, you know, COVID hit. And we immediately were, we went from being on spring break to pretty much being in isolation and spring break ended up being pushed back. Like I think it was a week or two before we were actually back in classes and we weren't even in class. We were doing everything strictly online. I've uh, never really felt more disconnected than I did then. However, you know, I pushed through it, pushed through the next month and a half. You know, it was different going from uh, being in person to just literally not seeing a face, a single face for the next several months. And I ended up, I basically ended up just jumping right into it um, out of the, out of the blue in March and then going right into doing the, um, doing the online distance learning thing. So it was quite an interesting transition for me, at least I can't imagine how it was for kids, how it was for teenagers, high schoolers. Uh, I don't have that great of an attention span. That's why I have ADHD and I take medications for my ADHD. However, I do often, I do often overcome that even and still have a terrible, terrible attention span. I could not imagine having to be either five years old or even 18 years old and having the attention span to sit in front of a computer and do a Zoom, uh, Zoom call, much less learning how to Zoom, which for me didn't even pick up until August uh, when I started at North Hennepin. We didn't do Zoom anything for my classes at North Hennepin. It kind of, I think, got into the thick of it come August because I think everybody kind of was just, it was a slow burn. It was a slow transition into what would be the new norm for education for everybody, not just college, just high school, preschool, elementary, everything. It was a slow transition into what would be the new norm, the new lifestyle of uh, education and learning. And I just can't imagine the life of being a kid in this era and just having it easy because, you know, it's a struggle being in school as it is. I can't imagine having to 
adapt and do a full 360 turn and try to learn from afar. And let's not even get into the aspect of, you know, having to have friends that you won't be able to see for a long, long time. It had to be tough and still has to be tough being away from that group of people uh, as often as those kids have throughout this past year. Uh, I love my friends and I miss being around people dearly. I'm very much a uh, people person. So not being around people has really, really affected how everything has gone for me this year, uh, mentally, emotionally, physically. Uh, I used to, I was going to church. I was playing drums in my church band, uh, for, you know, going on what would have been three years this year. And I can't believe that is already flown by. But uh, 2020 is a weird year. And I, I say it's a weird year for many reasons, but one of them specifically that March of 2020 feels like it was both just yesterday, but it also at the same time feels like an eternity ago. And I know I'm not alone in feeling that because I feel like just yesterday we had all the sporting events, all the big gatherings, absolutely stopped cold turkey. Um, and I feel like a lot of what has come of this year is just kind of been a little bit on both spectrums, both uh, so long ago, but both also, yeah, this year has been a little bit of everything. It's been super distant, and it also, uh, this year has been a little bit of everything. It's been so far away, yet so close. I feel like just yesterday I was in a classroom learning, uh, learning biology, learning some of this stuff, and then immediately went to online. And the worst part about going online with all of this was having to be, having to learn logic. Now, if you have not taken logic before, uh, it is not what you think it is. It's math mixed with, I guess, science and letters and numbers. And it's just, it, it was really interesting. It's almost like learning, for those of you software techs out there, it's like, it's like learning how to code. Uh, in, a, in a sense. And it's definitely one of the most interesting classes I've taken. I am so beyond happy and hopeful at this rate, at least, that I will never, ever take another class like that again, because I barely squeaked by with a C. And that is amid being in a pandemic and shutting down randomly in the middle of a semester when a, this class was already hard enough to learn, much less learn from afar which would was ended up being the case. And one of the things with that class that I've made a point to a lot of people is that class is way easier to learn when you're able to engage and be in person. And unfortunately with that class, it was not in person for the last, you know, couple, you know, I shouldn't say a couple weeks. It was a month that we still had before the semester was over. And everything kind of just stopped cold turkey and it changed absolutely everything. And I'm just thankful and blessed <laughs> I was able to keep the knowledge of getting that class done and passing that class, uh, barely squeaking by amid a pandemic. And I think that kind of set the tone for everything going forward for school for me because I knew in order to stay ahead of the game and stay on top of everything, 
I needed to be online, which at the time I didn't check my D2L very often. I didn't check my school email very often. But let me tell you, it has changed tenfold in the last eight months because definitely a game changer. Definitely a uh, difference maker going into the pandemic. It's crazy to think that, honestly, um, it's crazy to think the year that we've had. Uh, I started this past year, January of 2020. I bought this little sure microphone here that I'm using for this podcast that I've been using for these podcasts. Uh, and I finally went from using my app on my phone to doing actual podcasting software. And it feels like that has definitely changed the game and changed the uh, quality of the podcast that I've been doing. And I'm very, very thankful that I've had the chance to learn software, different software for audio. And then I also, you know, as I've mentioned in the past, it was a huge step up towards me getting a uh, radio internship and learning that on top of it because that also helped uh, kind of, I guess, go hand in hand with my software learning because not only did I learn Adobe Audition for uh, audio production, I had to learn it anyways for the first semester at St. Cloud State this past August. But this microphone has been phenomenal for me. I take it pretty much everywhere I go. Because you never know, like this instant, you know, you never know when I'm going to decide to pop up my, pop up a computer and do a podcast. And I, yeah, granted, I haven't done one since November, but I figured now is a better time than ever, than any to, uh, to do a podcast. And I think that this was the ultimate opportunity to do so uh, this time because it has been an interesting year. And I think it was worth noting the various uh, various obstacles, I guess, if you will, throughout the year, both for me and everyone around me. It's been an interesting year. I can't really lie to you. It has been quite, quite the year indeed. And I just can't believe that we are already into the thick of it. We're already into the last final days of December going into 2021, where I can't wait to see what this next year has in store. Because let me tell you, that doesn't take much to beat 2020. Um, you know, started the year back in January with Kobe Bryant passing away, which that feels like a lifetime ago. And then, as I mentioned before, I, on a personal note, started doing podcasting with this microphone and learning how to do audio software and getting getting started on the real deal, so to speak. Um, I've also learned a lot about uh, credit. And I've watched a lot of watched and listened to quite a bit of Dave Ramsey's stuff. It gave me a chance to sit down and learn a little bit about how to have better credit, how to keep better track of my money, my spending, what's important, what's not. Uh, student loans, obviously, an issue. Being I'm a college student, so that has a big threshold on everything surrounding my financial situation. However, I know I'm not alone with the student loan situation either because that is a very common thread of problems when it comes to uh, keeping a good credit score and paying stuff back. I've uh, been going strong with college, so I haven't necessarily felt the need to uh, pay back student loans, but I'm sure there's people out there listening to this podcast that know a little bit more than I do about credit and you know housing, cars, stuff like that, and what you qualify for with that. 
what the importance is of student loans, whether you're in college or not, because I don't know necessarily what the uh, significance of it is. I haven't really read that far into it as far as podcasting and videos for Dave Ramsey or anything that's concerned. Uh, but yeah, that's one thing that's really kept, I've kept lodged in the back of my mind this year in 2020 and that I consider a positive is just keeping a more mindful uh, mindful perspective on finances and money. And it's just an evolving situation for me and I'm excited to kind of keep learning about those different things going into the new year because uh, this year's been chaotic as it is with finances uh, for any everybody and that's kind of a given. I, I get that. But uh, for me personally, I'm looking forward to meeting new people and learning new things when it comes to finances and credit and stuff like that and being able to put money back for certain things. As many of you know, I did go to Vegas. I went to Vegas this past October, uh, end of September into October, and uh, I'd never regret ever taking a trip there because it is super affordable and it's not something that I'm going to like uh, – Ache and have aches and pains about when it comes to money uh, because so far I think the last two trips I've spent less far less than a thousand dollars on the trip uh, combined which tells you all you need to know about going to Vegas that yeah the stuff on the strip is expensive uh, but you know being able to do stuff is relatively affordable because they want to keep your money at the slot machines and the tables there so that's why trips to vegas are quite fun and quite eventful i'm not really into the whole clubbing thing i'm not really into the whole partying thing i do like to just kind of chill out relax lay by the pool and do stuff like that so uh for the record for people out there me going to vegas is not <laughs> what you may think it is it is mostly just a chance to take a breather uh and it's it just so happens that my wife and I both love going out there. I know I don't know if a lot of couples do, but going to Vegas is kind of our place. It's our respite from just um, being busy, having a chaotic life. And, yeah, I, I'm glad 2020 at least provided me an opportunity to get away for even just a few days to go to Vegas and enjoy myself. Uh, I think the downer part of that trip was – having to watch the Twins lose in the postseason and just absolutely get swallowed up by the Houston Astros. Uh, definitely a downer part of my trip. It was a huge, huge buzzkill for the whole trip, but I did enjoy Vegas because it is Vegas, and I can't really ever say it. there's going to be a time where I won't enjoy a trip out to good old Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, but yeah, 2020 has been quite a year. Coronavirus hit. March happened, and then we kind of just stayed on a steady roll from March all the way up until the end of May into June. And then Black Lives Matter happened, the riots happened, protests happened, and the chaotic chaotic situation surrounding that. Uh, my hot take on that situation is, honestly, and I don't regret saying this, so if you at me or message me or saying something hateful towards me, I'll probably... Uh, probably block you, uh, first of all. But uh, I think as as horrific and scary as the situation may have been for a lot of people, I think, honestly, I've never felt, and it sounds weird saying in retrospect, but I've never felt 
more human in my life than I did that week. Um, the, the need for people to be together and go out together and make, try and send a message towards making equality happen and making equal rights more apparent, the need for equal rights more apparent was amazing. I hats off to the people at my work. Uh, I know I never really got the invite and stuff like that. Never got the scoop on like, Hey, let's meet down here. And it is what it is now. I'm not like holding a grudge against it. I do wish that I had been included in that situation, but nonetheless, I did support it from afar. I supported everybody on either side of the spectrum. I'm not pro, uh, police. I'm not anti-police. I'm not anti-Black Lives Matter. I'm not pro-Black Lives Matter. I am just pushing as a guy in the middle of the spectrum because I think that everybody that week that showed up and peacefully protested and made their voices heard was the most human thing I've seen in my entire life. And I'm not kidding when I say that. Um, I think it was awesome. Yes, it was scary, but I think the uh, unit the unity that everybody showed that week and the love everyone did show to each other that week, whether it be the numerous grocery bags that were left outside on the sidewalk, on the pavement uh, for people that needed it, people that were out without homes or businesses uh, needed it. And I think that that whole week really just needed a bigger spotlight. It got a big spot. It had a big spotlight I think that it needed a bigger one because I think that a lot of people learned a lot of life valuable lessons uh, that finally got brought to the forefront. And ultimately, rent and looking back on it now, uh, what where we're at now compared to June, I kind of honestly feel like it fell flat on its face. But you know, I'm just hoping that it's a good thing. I'm hoping that it means that change is happening and it's in the works uh, because you know. These kinds of things need to stop happening and people just need to start loving one another instead of, you know, treating each other like uh, they are of lesser value or lesser uh, stance than that person, whether it be a cop or anybody. I think everybody just needs to be a little more equal in how they treat each other. And that's all I'm going to say on that. I'm not going to try and start an argument. I'm. That's the beauty of a podcast. I get to voice my opinion. And let my voice be heard. <laughs> um, and then we, you know, we got through the summer, and then the big topic was, and I give credit. I, I don't, I don't think I mentioned this yet, but I give super large amounts of credit to to the parents. I think that the job that they did, as as far as keeping the kids uh, in line and keeping them, um keeping them at the front and center of the education spectrum was amazing. I think all the parents deserve any and all kind of praise this past year because I can't imagine, and I don't know this yet because my wife and I are still kind of the work in progress phase of trying to become parents, but um, becoming a parent or being a parent is a job in its own, uh, whether it's one kid or eight kids. And I, you know, I don't give enough praise to parents in general, 
But having to be a parent and be a teacher, a full-time teacher on top of that, just that feels like an enormous amount of stress, which I'm sure it is. But man, oh man, parents really, really stepped up their game this year. And I think uh, we, don't, we don't give enough praise and appreciation to the parents out there that made their four-year-old watch a Zoom call or made a curriculum for their six-year-old so he can go into the first grade. Uh, it's, it's just absolutely amazing the parents that have gone. So I just want to give a quick appreciation to all the parents this past year because I feel like it's kind of gone by the wayside as far as um, appreciation for those at-home parents that couldn't either couldn't or did not want to have their kids in August go back to school or even early on in the late summer uh, towards the end of the school year for that, uh, I guess, semester is the best way to put it. But yeah, super high praise for the parents out there making it happen and just really stepping up their game when it comes to um, teaching the kids outside of just being a parent, just having a curriculum ready to go. Uh, yes, it took a lo- long time for a, um, them alongside teachers to come up with some new innovative ways to get the um, education that these kids need. Um, but I absolutely give the highest of praise to the parents and uh, and even the teachers this past year of just working through the situation that we are all placed in. And yeah, just a huge round of applause to them for everything they did. Um, and, you know, this, these last few months have been progress. And I, I, I'm happy to see that whether you agree with the vaccine or you're not, I'm not going to get into the political discussion about the vaccine and whether it works, whether it doesn't, blah, blah, blah. The fact that we just have a vaccine and have an out for now uh, is just absolutely amazing. And I'm beyond thankful and blessed that we have some of the best scientists, even in Minnesota, the University of Minnesota uh, is one of the main stays for the COVID uh, research and all the science behind it was through the University of Minnesota and other areas back in March and even now. And I think it's absolutely incredible the hours, the endless effort and hours these people have put in to create a vaccine, to try and flatten the curve because I've been doing I've been doing my research all week to prep for this and uh, flattening the curve is definitely was definitely the answer. And I'm glad that the fast acting doctors and scientists said, hey, hey, hey. Uh, We got to kind of put a cold turkey stop to this so we can get this under control. And yeah, it took 10 months to kind of uh, have an undertaking at least. And I know the numbers are still going up and they're not going to stop going up. I get that. But the fact that we have an out and a vaccine is, you know, sign that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I've been praying, 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 whether you're a man of faith or a woman of faith or not, Uh, I've been asking God all year long that we have some kind of out here soon, some kind of answer to this problem. And (laughs) man, oh man, if it didn't show up just in time for the brand new year to start so we can at least start putting the bricks back together and building our way back to uh, what the new normal will be. It won't be the same as it was before. I can guarantee you that. There's not not going back to normal. It is going to be the new normal normal and it's going to be that way for a long long time this is you know i don't 
I myself, along with many others, have not, we've not put this pandemic into the grand scale that it really is at. Uh, I think a lot of people underestimated what this has done and still do. Uh, I work in retail and I can tell you very much so that there's people that think that this is just a hoax. This is a facade. And, uh, and again, same thing as the Black Lives Matter thing. Don't at me. Don't message me. I work in retail. I've worked in retail almost my entire adult life. And this is the worst that it's been. I've had people throw deli products at me. I've had people throw, you know, <laughs> clothes signs at me. I've, I've had people, you know, rip my head off for just asking them to wear a mask. So, uh, and I know I'm not alone in that. I'm not saying I'm alone in that argument or in that situation. But please, <laughs> don't try and tell me any other any any different because I've seen it firsthand. I'm considered what they call a frontline worker. I'm not acting at all like I am a big deal because I work in retail. Trust me, I'm not a big deal. But people that work in retail and the medical field this past year, we are, you know, the ones constantly touching things that hundreds and thousands of other people have touched in that day. So uh, it's it's been a struggle. <laughs> I've had a lot of emotional stress this year. I've had a lot of physical and mental stress this year. It has not been easy for anybody including myself, when it comes to retail or teaching or medical or anything, we are all in this together. And unfortunately, somewhere along the line in the last year, we lost that and we are slowly, hopefully, <laughs> working our way back to that situation. Um, but to wrap it up, I uh, just want to say thank you to everyone who has put their best foot forward this past year and made the best of the situations that we are given throughout the year. Um, I'm not one for, you know, changing things the way things are, but I've also accepted the fact by now that we have to wear masks wherever we go. We have to sanitize wherever we go, which I don't mind the sanitizing part. And I honestly don't even mind the mask part. I kind of like wearing the gloves when I'm working at Whole Foods. Cause I, I don't think I'll ever go back to not wearing gloves when I'm handling groceries just because when you think about it, like I mentioned just a few seconds ago, there are hundreds of thousands of people touching these things that literally, you know, you can pass, you know, you could pass a disease or a sickness to another person easily that way. Um, but I want to thank everybody that's put their best foot forward, their best attitude forward uh, this year and made 2020 a monumental year of uh, just the different trials in life. I think 2020 has been the best year yet. And as oxymoronic as that statement is, I, I, I couldn't feel any different about it because through the different obstacles that have been thrown our way this year, we've still have adapted. <laughs> like we just had an outdoor dining uh, availability type deal go down with Governor Walls saying that you can eat outdoors. Immediately, these restaurants started building up pods, whether it be inflatable pods or just creating some space warmer area deals to to make this kind of thing happen. And I think it's absolutely incredible that uh, people were able to adapt and make the best of the worst situations throughout the year. 
And I think what happened with the restaurants recently with them making those outdoor seating areas is just a small, small uh, part of what has uh, of the good that has come out of this year as far as adaptation and overcoming the odds uh, as a society. And uh, I'm just going to wrap up real quick and say thank you to everyone who has made this year what it is. And I can't wait for 2021 and see what that has to offer uh, going forward. And I can't wait to see the different opportunities and the different people I get to meet and hear from in this next year. I hope everybody has a great rest of your 2020. I hope everybody stays safe on New Year's Eve. And as always, social distance, mask up, and uh, be sure to subscribe to my podcast. You can catch it, I believe, on Spotify. But for sure, Apple Podcasts will have uh, my episodes downloaded. I also have a special, special guest on another podcast I will be posting alongside this here in the next few days. And I hope that uh, you give that a listen. And then we also have more podcasts coming because NHL hockey is underway in the next couple weeks. I can't wait. Go wild. I am super pumped to have hockey back. I hope everybody has a great, great rest of your day. You are listening to the Wheeler Podcast. I hope everybody has a great 2021. Let's get after it. Have a great day. Have a great day.